We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. We are going live in three, two, one, and we're live. Dang, bro, I messed it up. What's good, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. You feel me? Back with another great one for y'all. If y'all didn't listen to our last one, you know, go 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 check the last one out. Let's you know, if, if y'all aren't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our main YouTube MDH TV, our reaction YouTube MDH TV reacts, and our Kepper conversation. Uh, our Kepra YouTube, our podcast YouTube, let's just call it our podcast YouTube, MDH TV Convos. And that's where, um, if you guys like to see the visual, we post all our podcasts at the same time we post our regular podcasts on Spotify. We post the visuals on there as well. But yeah, before we get started, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, since we already asked each other this like two hours ago, uh, while I was uh meditating for 10 minutes meditating no i'm just playing while i was doing whatever i was doing for 10 minutes bro i seen this video uh jake paul had responded to dana white oh yeah yeah so how do you feel about that situation uh can you can you give us a little bit of a background for those people who don't know what's going on so basically jake paul uh ex-youtuber ex-disney channel you know superstar i forgot he was on disney channel yeah He's dwelled into the, 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 the world of combat sports. And there's no combat sport organization bigger than the UFC. And the head of the UFC is Dana White. Now, I think Jake Paul, what Jake Paul is going for, and I ain't going to lie, I was a hater of Jake Paul, to be, to be real with you. But, I, but I, you know, I always kind of fucked with him. I was like, he's yeah. smart. I, but not, I think he's, he's still smart. But what's even more, like, admirable to me is he's really fighting for – like fighter rights, if that makes sense, in the UFC, because it's big. It's been a big issue for the longest time that like people in the UFC, the biggest, uh, the biggest fighting organization ever. You know, some people are only getting paid ten and ten, which if you, ten and ten is basically like you show up, you get paid ten k. If you win, you get another ten k. But if you lose, you only get ten k. And people are only fighting three times a year, so that's like thirty k a year. You got to think about gym membership fees and how much it costs to live a healthy life as a fighter. So it's just a lot of people have been like, if you're going to lay your life on the line, basically, because when you go in that octagon, anything can happen. It, like you can easily get not necessarily. I mean, you can get killed, not easily. Yeah, but, you can easily die if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but you're but you're definitely taking years off of your life, no matter what. So or at least your brain, you're taking years off your brain for sure. So. He, the fact that he's fighting to make to he's basically telling Dana like the reason why he's calling out Dana so much is because he's like you need to start paying these fighters 
a lot of money. And the fact that he's calling out UFC fighters to fight him and get these big paydays, like Tyron Woodley, bro, was a champ for years. Well, I don't know for years, but he was like, he defended his title five times and he not one of those title fights. And mind you, he fought big, he fought Woodley. I mean, not Woodley. He fought Wonder Boy. He fought Kamaru Usman. He fought, uh, what's that dude's name? Robbie Lawler. Like he fought big names. This nigga got and, knocked out by a Disney Channel star. But not even that, but like his biggest payday was with Jake Paul, which I feel like is, it, that's that's something really good to fight for because like that's why I, like, I used to have a problem with them calling out only UFC fighters until he made it like, no, I'm giving these dudes paydays. Like I'm giving Tyron Woodley the biggest payday of his life. I gave Ben Askren the biggest payday. Now, granted, Ben Askren was never like a huge superstar in the UFC, but either way. So I think it's really noble what he's doing. Yeah. No, and, and he replied. Sorry. Yeah, and if y'all don't know like exactly like what happened in these last couple of days, so Basically, this nigga Jake Paul, he's been like, it's Jake, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's been calling out um Dana White for a while. And Dana White responded. He was like, all right, if you, like, he's been, like, just talking shit about Dana, saying he uses coke and hella shit. <laughs> and Dana was like, all right, if you submit to, a random testing of taking steroids for the next two years, you can randomly test me for cocaine for the next 10 years. And Jake, he responded to that. One, he just ignored that entire thing. He responded. He was like, you need to pay these fighters. Um, I'll give you five days. He's like, I'll oh, retire oh. from the. He responded after that. So that, so yeah, that. I mean, after, yeah, after. No, he acknowledged the steroid thing. Oh, he did? Well, he yeah, said. it's a new, like a brand new video. So he was like, uh, so originally he called out Jorge Masvidal, which is like a pretty big name in the UFC. And he's like, he's a tough guy. But he called him out. And then that's when Dana White was like, okay, agree to take a steroid test. So then Jake Paul, like literally, I think tonight was like, okay, I'll take your offer. I'll take the steroid test. He was like, I'm I'm literally on vacation right now. Look at my body. I'm fat. Don't nobody taking steroids look like this. This and nigga he said, like, you read his Instagram bio, waiting for my USA DA drug test. I'm ready, Dana. DM for yeah. He was like, I'll take it. And then I'm going to follow that nigga. So now it's like, I, I, I mean, dude, I don't know if he's on steroids, though. Personally, you know, I don't like to put that steroid thing on anybody, bro, because that's so disrespectful. But. I don't know. I heard he. I heard rumors that he was on steroids before Dana White. So, I don't know. And then he was like, "Oh, he he said even something. He said something even slicker. He was like, if you drug test me, then that means I'm gonna be able to. That means I should be able to drug test everybody in the UFC organization. Bet you gonna say yes to that. And I think it's some juicy dudes up in the in the in the UFC. But yeah, I, I think. Let me ask you, how do you feel about it? Because I know, like, you're you're way more into the U.S. UFC world than I am. But I think what what Jake like I like like I said, I've I've fucked with Jake Paul, Jake Paul, both of the Logan brothers for a while because even though they were trolling or whatever, like they was garnering attention from very big names and making a lot of money. And any person that can do that, 
regardless. I have a level of expect, respect for you. You feel me? So I was like, this nigga smart at the end of the day. Like, I've been calling that nigga smart since the get-go. But, I mean, with I didn't know, like, he was, like, actually, like, I kind of thought he was smart in, like, the terms. He knows how to get people going and knows how to make money. But like I didn't know he was doing it for this reason, though. Now exactly. I'm like, damn, this nigga's, like, actually, like, a visionary with it. Like a hero almost, you know? Yeah, like, like so how do serious. you feel like, I, I know you probably fuck with Dana White more than you do Logan Paul. Like, how does this make you feel, this whole situation? So, I like Dana White, of course, but I've always said this. If a UFC, if a fighter is fighting in the UFC and he, like, and he stays on contract for over a year or two or three years, they, he, there's no reason why he should have to work again a day in his life. Like, with as much money as the UFC is bringing in, like, honestly, I'm, I'm be, I, I think the UFC is probably bringing in more money than a lot of the big-time organizations. Like, the NFL, if the, U, if the UFC were to hold events more frequently, they would bring in more money than the NFL, period. You think about Conor McGregor, the highest-paid athlete is in the UFC. So, and, and obviously, that's not mainly due to, to uh, fighting, but look at Tyron Woodley. Like, he fought Jake Paul, got paid $2 million. When he was fighting for the title, he was getting paid five hundred thousand a night. So, I think I think Dana. But at the end of the day, Dana did make a good point. He was like, "If you think you can run a business better than me, then go start your own." So I think that's also like it's probably a lot harder than we think to be able to just distribute money to people like that. So, I mean, I'm on Jake Paul's side for sure. Now, you know, if he fights Masvidal in an MMA match. I think Masvidal might starch him. Just that's just me personally. That's that's my, that's how I feel. But as far as what Jake Paul's doing, I'm definitely on his side, one thousand percent. You know, because like there's been, like, there's dudes now that have fought in the UFC. I forgot his name, but there's a lot of them, honestly. Even GSP, who is like, if you guys watch like combat sports, y'all know who GSP is. He's the literally the goat of all combat sports. And even he, like even Joe Rogan has said, he has symptoms of CTE. So if these guys are laying their lives down, like Conor McGregor is, how Dustin Poirier is, how uh, John Jones is, then, or not even John, because these, those are all superstars, but even the smaller people like Adrian Yanez or uh, Julia Pena, who's, I guess she's big now, but she wasn't big her whole life. Like they should be getting paid enough to where they don't have to go and, you know, because they're sacrificing their literal, like, brain for this organization. But it's also, like, but then for Dana, he could say, like, well, you choose to be a part of this organization. Nobody's forcing you to sign this contract. So you know what you're getting paid. But at the same time, bro, like. That's real that's easy to say, I feel like. Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it I is. Mean, this is that is facts. It's facts, though. It's the only way out for a lot of people. And this is the biggest organization. Like, so what well, you can't, I mean, you can fight in Bellator and do you know what Bellator is? Exactly. That's why, that's why everybody's signing with the UFC. I mean, do you think this will spark any real change, whether it be in the fighters, whether it be from the UFC itself? Do you think like, yeah, what Jake Paul was doing will bring about change. 
I think what it's going to do is it's going to deter a lot of people from going to the UFC and make them go over to boxing. Like the biggest, the most dangerous heavyweight of all time, bro. Like, you know, you got Mike Tyson and obviously he's a boxer. They they say this dude is scarier than Mike Tyson. Not just like, just Francis Ngannou, bro. Literally, bro, he uppercutted somebody. He he uppercutted Alistair Overeem to a different dimension, bro. Like literally his neck, the top of his head touched his spine. That's how hard he uppercutted him. That's how scary this dude is. But he was like, yeah, imagine that. And and then he was like, there's no retirement fund. There's no health insurance. There's none of that. After this last fight, I think he has one more fight on the contract. He's like, I'm probably not signing back with the UFC. I'm probably going to go to boxing. Because you get way way more money in boxing. So it's like, why even? You don't even got to win. I think boxing is a little bit more dangerous, in my opinion. But real how? Cause first first part, yeah, you get still, a, you get hit with elbows and hold shit. on. But that's the thing though. So when you have pads on, when you have gloves on, your brain, your your skull isn't meant to go against boxing gloves. It's like if you, so if you were to punch me in the forehead right now, you would break your hand before you would break my forehead. But if you have gloves on, you could just break. You can just keep punching me. And same thing with like, I mean the the other the biggest part though is like there's only. In boxing, there's only two targets. It's only your body and your head. So most people, like 90% of the shots that are being thrown are at your head. So you're getting way more headshot, or you're getting more, much more trauma to the head compared to the UFC where you could just, like some people just going to kick you in the leg the whole time. Some people going to, like Khabib, going to take you down and choke you out in five seconds. So that's but why. Can, this is the thing. You can all, it's, it's legal to break a nigga arm in the UFC. No, it's, no, it's not. It's but not. like at the end, I mean, like people, if you tap, if somebody taps and you still keep going, then that's yeah, illegal. that's illegal. But I mean, like if they don't, you can break that nigga arm. Yeah, but then that's that's not their fault though. And at the same time, with boxing, you could break somebody's jaw. Like it's you could break somebody's ribs. So I mean, yeah, but and it's a mutual respect, like bro, like ain't nobody going in there that I know of. Ain't nobody going in there just to like break people's arm and just be just wreak havoc among people, like. There, there's always that mutual respect between martial artists that if I tap, you let go, period. And if you don't, if you, like, if you, if that person were to tap and the ref is trying to pull you off, like, say you're choking somebody out and you keep choking them, you'll go to jail for that. That's an assault charge at that point. Well, I'll be scared as fuck if I'm tapping and the nigga's not. <laughs> but you just going to sleep. Like... You just going to sleep, though. Yeah. <laughs> Now, no. if somebody had my arm, bro, I'd be terrified. If somebody, oh, I was like, I was like, bro, where the where the ref at? <laughs> tapping out fast as fuck. Yo, since we on, um, the sports tip. Did you hear that Antonio Brown retired tonight in the middle of the game? That's cold, bro. He took his uniform off and threw. I think he threw it in the crowd, right? But did you hear why he did it? Because of the vaccine mandate, right? I heard he had I trouble. Doubt he did it because of that. Oh, why they say that? Um, well, first off, that nigga, he's very questionable. I'll just put it like that. But the reason he did this, it was kind of like some noble shit. So, you know how in the NFL, a lot of your money's not guaranteed. So, 
you have to like perform at a certain level to get those bonuses onto your check. And um, he was like eight catches away from a certain bonus that he was a 300 K bonus. Right. And they were like freezing them out. They was either per, um, directly not targeting him for that reason or not even playing him. So he wouldn't get those eight catches. So he wouldn't, they wouldn't have to pay him that money. So he retired in the middle of the game. I, but you know, I think I heard he was like against the vaccine and he didn't even get it. So I mean that nigga also was telling niggas he was selling fake vaccine cards. Like Yeah. Like come I don't, on, bro. <laughs> I think they against him, bro. But I don't know too much about it though. But I think that's like the coolest way to go out though, in all honesty. Like that's hard. Bro was literally shirtless on the football field. Like that's some, a, that's some savage shit. And he got him a ring, too. So, can you really... I mean, he was probably really finished with football. Got his little money, got his ring. What else What else do you... Look at, what else can you accomplish? He's already looked at as one of the greatest wide receivers. Shouts out to Antonio Brown. If you want to come on the pod, bro, we'd love to have you. <laughs> For real, though. Hey, sh- Hey, Nakel Smith, bro. If you want to come on the pod too, but I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I was, I was watching his story on Instagram while I was out there. I was like, please let him post a skate park, bro. I would pull up right now, and ask him to be on the pod. Period. But he ain't, he ended up posting nothing. I remember I, was like, I, was, I fucking um, <laughs> I was DMing them niggas to <laughs> come on the pod. They did not. Hey, that's okay though. One day they gonna be DMing us to get on the pod. Oh God. For real. But man, shouts out to y'all though. But since we're talking about celebrities, we might as well stay on this tip. Did you hear about um Draco the ruler getting stabbed and killed in LA? It was just in LA. Yeah. That's sad. It is yeah. sad. But I yeah, I heard I heard it was a setup though. I heard well, not necessarily a setup, but I guess he was in Inglewood. This is what my barber told me. Shout out to Troy. But this is what my barber told me. He was like, uh, because he went to the concert and he was like, Draco the Ruler was like banging on everybody, calling them like Ingle weirdos or whatever. And the security guards were all gangbangers. So oh. they said they let all of like the gangbangers who were in Inglewood in trying to beef with them into the backstage. And that's why, I don't know if you've seen the video on Facebook, but like, they All were the homies fighting. like ran because there was hella motherfuckers. And it was like it was going on for a long time, bro. Like you gotta think about this is like backstage. Like people don't just get in the backstage and have full, you know, brawls or whatever. But they were like out there for a long time, kind of going back and forth. And then he ended up getting stabbed, and you know, his homies was running away and stuff. That's, That's sad, so bro. That's so sad. Oh yeah. There's some peace to him. Yeah. But that's fucking like a festival. Like, that's fucked up. It was a Snoop Dogg um, festival. I was like, I was like, who, like, how is Snoop Dogg headlining a festival? Like, who's going to go there for Snoop Dogg? That nigga Snoop Dogg's pretty famous. Yeah, but not for his music. Well, a little bit for his music, but. Oh, rest in peace. To, well, I ain't even, I mean, yeah, I guess rest in peace to Betty White, too. But like, I don't know what she did for everybody to like her like that, but bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> why is she like 
All right, she was on the Golden Girls. Cool. She was super fucking old. Cool. I know. I'm, I'm like, like, why is all of y'all dick riding this? Like, I ain't gonna call her a bitch, but like, why is all of y'all <laughs> dick riding her like this? I know. Maybe that it's something we don't know. Maybe it's something we don't know. But I, you know, I seen a picture with her in E40 or something. And E40 had his arm around her, and they were like, "Yeah, she was always cool around black black people." I was like, "No, she probably just had a fetish for black dudes." Is that how low the bar is? Exactly. Just you gotta just gotta hang around people. Just Why? gotta have a picture. If that's the if that's the case, Trump should have been freaking. The Trump should have been everybody. <laughs> everybody got a, every black celebrity got a picture on him. That's just crazy. <laughs> But um, yeah. Since we pass all out, did you hear about uh, what's going on with Kanye and 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 Kim? Bro, that's so sad, bro. I finally watched the whole like concert or his performance. I didn't see all of Drake's. Bro, actually, you know what's crazy? I watched the whole thing too, and the whole time I was like, "All right, I, I'm fucking with Kanye performing. I'm fucking with it a lot." But I'm like. Hey, when is Drake coming out, right? He, he's like, hey, like, this nigga brung Drake out for one song. No, nah, he, nah, he brought him out for 30 minutes, I thought. Like, he brought, well, he performed, like, only songs off of CL, CLB. But you know how, bro, Kanye's so petty, though. He performed Find Your Loving or Find Your Love, you know, because he wrote it. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. Bro, I was like, I was like, bro. Yeah, Kanye squashed the beef or whatever, but he just sunned Drake so out of line, bro. Like, he really sunned TF out of Drake. Like, not – and then, bro, but the part about that I was sad about when he was doing Runaway, and he was like, Kimberly. I was like, bro, oh, my God. That's sad, bro. Like, And the next and day, she filed the divorce papers. <laughs> She's – but it's like it's so inspiring though because that's a free man, bro. Like he did, he does not care about nobody. Like this, Kim Kardashian has been spotted with another guy. Like it has been in an IG relationship with another guy, and he still has the balls to just be like in front of the world, bro. In front of all the of entire LA world to to really just to really cry out for her, bro. That's like. God, dude, I wish I, I, I just, I hope I can reach that level of freedom to where I could do something like that. But like, I got nothing for, but, but rounds of applause. For real. And like, shout out to Ye, man. Shout out to Ye. Come on the but, pod. For real, please. <laughs> bro, or no, nah, I mean, yeah, come on the pod for sure. But bro, just hit the studio with me, bro. <laughs> You don't even got to hop on no, like, literally just produce my shit, bro. That's it. But, um, I, like, please. But, um, <laughs> nah, did you, like, the media has been so against this nigga, yay, lately. Like, they've been coming after him. They've been lying, straight up lying. Um, did you see he, he bought the house across from Kim? I thought that shit was kind of funny, but. Yeah. He did it because he was like he wanted to be closer to his his kids. Yeah. You feel me? Him I think and Kim have four kids together. Yeah, I think people forget that they have kids. Like this isn't just no fling or like no girlfriend, no ex. Like they have children. Like, exactly. Four. So like he got the house across the street because he was like being thirty minutes from my kids is too much. Like, and if like you if you just think about 
people, black fathers specifically, there's a lot of deadbeat ass. I ain't even gonna just say black fathers, but there's just a lot of deadbeat ass fathers out there. And this nigga wants to be as close to his kids as possible. I would even go to argue that's probably one of the main reasons he wants to get back with Kim is for the kids. He said that too. And he said to, to show people like you can work things out as like a couple. Like it doesn't just have to end, especially with kids. That's so, bro, God. Exactly. Oh, and like, so bro, it's so sad because he's like the, the media is literally tearing his, his family apart. But I think like, just imagine like how much Kanye is going to elevate without Kim. Cause I feel like to an extent, like, yes, yeah, she was probably helping him out fashion wise or not. Nah, he was fucking helping her out fashion wise, but she was helping him out. Like as far as his, his um image image. Yeah. Image wise. Right. Cause she's Kim Kardashian, but imagine how much mentally this nigga is going to elevate because yeah, she was able to help him with his image, but that's because she's a bot-ass fucking female. So well, he, maybe. I don't know. I think she's pretty woke. I think she's honestly, like, smart, bro. I think she just, like... You can be smart and be a bot. Well, that, I don't even think she... I think she's woke. I think she figured out the game, and she just plays it so well. I think she a bot. I don't, bro. I don't think so, bro. Like, I think, I think she's really finessing the game right now. Because you think but about she still you think fuck about, with Biden and that shit. Well, that's because she got to, bro. Like she got. So she you think to. she then then that's uh, I I'd rather her be a spot because like if you know the game and you just going against it, I have no respect for you. Like I would rather you just be a dumbass. Honestly, I would much like, rather you be a dumbass than an evil motherfucker. The reason why I think she's like smart and like kind of woke is because. There's so many hot girls out there. And Kim K, bro, she's beautiful. Like, I don't know if people be talking mess, but she's beautiful to me. Like, I love her. Uh, yeah. her I, love, I love her, like, her features and stuff. But for her to take it as far and really, like, put her family on the map, like, with the TV show, you know what I'm saying? Put Kylie Jenner. Because without, without Kim Kardashian, there is no Kylie Jenner. So – to put her her little sisters, or I don't know if they're like little sisters or like cousins or whatever, no, to put sister. them on the map to where they could be billionaires and they're all their their whole. But family. that's not Kim though. That's not Kim. That's, that's mainly Kim, that's though. the mom. No, that's mainly who's that's the not main Kim. But, that's the mom. Chris uh, Jenner is a genius. Nah, Chris is I mean, no. She look, is, but like she is, but you gotta think about who's the main Kim as the catalyst. Yes, but behind the scenes, the master of. Uh, Chris Jenner is a genius with the shit. You think over? That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's Kim at all. I think she's like really a bot. Like honestly, I think I don't know, bro. Look into Chris. That bitch is a genius, bro. Like, I like on some real shit. I think she's damn near the one that was was giving um Bruce Jenner the the okay to be like, all right, go ahead and change your gender. I think she was the one that was putting it in his head. Probably. He is a genius with this shit, bro. She has it figured out. Think you about know? it. See, I mean, yes, there wouldn't be a Kylie without Kim, but there wouldn't be a Kim with... Chris Jenner made Kim, Bruce herself, Kylie. She well, made... Bruce. a genius. Bruce made himself, but... I mean, Bruce made himself from... 
his sports accolades, but she made Bruce. You oh, feel yeah. me? She, she made, made the Caitlin. Bruce. She made Caitlyn. She made <laughs> Caitlyn. She she literally made. <laughs> you feel me? She made Kim. Like she's a fucking G. Like I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure Kim is just like just a dumbass who thinks they're woke because they 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 just know some shit about slavery. <laughs> like she's one of those. You think she? But, you think she bad? Kim? No, I Chris. think she she's pretty. No, Chris. Who? Chris. Chris? Um, I nutted her. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. I just didn't want to use the derogatory, but no, nah, we having a kid for sure. Fast. For sure. I ain't even gonna think about it. condom. <laughs> Nani? I'm not gonna think about it. Like, I'm pretty sure Chris is the one that was like Kim. You know, you should go fuck with Kanye. You know so. what? You know what people are saying. You want to know how ahead of the game Chris is people who like follow the Kardashians and shit for real they saying that she's the one that's hooking up Kim with Pete and they saying that she doing it to take attention away from Kylie because remember this Travis Scott shit just happened a couple months ago and that shit was that shit's damn near like niggas just forgot about that remember oh no nah, not Travis Scott bro they took away they took away everything from Travis. Nah, but he's about to get uncanceled. They're about to let him perform at Rolling Loud. But how do you feel about that, though? Like him I think it's fucked up. Yeah, me too. Because I don't do a goddamn thing. He's he's an artist, <laughs> and he was fucking performing. Like, what do you expect that nigga to do? If you want to blame anybody, blame the niggas that were responsible for creating that venue. You think Travis Scott was like, yeah, you know, I wanted this size. I want this shit on the, like, that nigga Travis Scott got done smoking, got off the plane, and started performing. That's what he did. He didn't know what the fuck was, like, going on. You you expect this nigga Travis Scott to look in the crowd of 300,000-plus people and be like, oh, damn, that, that nigga in the back, he might he can't be breathe. <laughs> like, I don't up, think he man. could breathe right there. Yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't think it's his fault. I, like I do feel like to a certain extent, like you should, like the the funeral expenses or the hospital expenses should be paid for, but and not even necessarily by him, but just like whoever sponsored the, like whoever like is the actual who actually runs that event. If it is Travis Scott, then uh, like it was yeah, Astro World, so it was his concert. Oh well, then yeah, I think like yeah, you would probably have to. But if they're, I mean, it depends though. If they sign, he don't even gotta do that. Yeah, if there was a waiver, like a lie a bit, like then that's not. If there was, like, he gave the money back to everybody who bought a ticket. I mean, yeah. like he really like anything he, he does past that is extra, bro. But did you see his interview though with Charlamagne to God? Nah. Somebody in the comments was like, "It was so you got to watch it, bro." It's like he's, it's just funny, bro, because he's like the most like out of touch person with his own feelings is crazy. Somebody in the comments was like, he has an emotional intelligence of like, I think it was like a popsicle or something. And it was <laughs> the funniest thing because it is so true. And somebody was like, he kept saying, you feel me? Somebody in the comments was like, he, he said, you feel me so much. I started to feel like I could actually feel him, bro. It was so <laughs> funny, bro. Cause they was just flaming him. Cause it was just the most insincere, bro. like, apology that you could have i told niggas this literally the day he was apologizing like he was, he was on instagram he was like 
to the people. Oh, uh, God, he was just... Like, bro, go watch our Kepro on that. Bro, this nigga was not... Bro, you know what's funny? Because, like, at the time when I was recording that, um, that fucking Kepro, I was like, this nigga probably mad because, like, he had to get the money back. But I was just kidding and shit. Nigga. Nigga, it came out after that Drake threw him a party. After the, all of this happened, at the Astroworld, Drake threw this nigga a party at Dave & Buster's. So when he's doing all this, the nigga was his Dave & Buster's after party. <laughs> now I'm like, he party. And in the video, I'm like, he probably partying right now. He probably mad as fuck because he had to go outside. And make <laughs> he literally he's like, did. He's like, oh, bro, hold up. I'll be back. <laughs> Bro, that's toxic, bro. Like, bro, that's just funny as fuck. I mean, the situation not funny, but it's just funny, yeah. like how I was joking and like this nigga was really at an after party after this deadly ass concert. <laughs> bro, like he's just—I mean, I like I said, I don't feel like it's his fault, but. He's just the most insensitive person, like, ever, bro. <laughs> like, that apology video was, like, the weakest. Like, he should he would have been better off just making, like, a post. Like, having his, like... Just a black screen and just a post. Yeah, yeah. or, like, having, like, his assistant write something. Or even have Kylie write something heartfelt, bro. Because that was, like... To the people. Bro, <laughs> this right here, they was, like, on Twitter, they was, like, that's how you know a nigga lying when he doing all this shit with his head. <laughs> Bro, to the people, like, bro. You know, then they, all the memes, bro. That when they was like, they was like <laughs> when you made plans on link and you got to hit him with that. I just woke up. That, it was so funny, bro. Bro, that shit was hilarious. But um, <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, like like I said, nobody's even talking about the Kylie, Kylie's part because at first she came out defending Travis, and hella niggas were mad at her hella nobody everybody forgot about that because now it's kim and p that's the big that's news. A, bro this is a good girl i'm telling you chris jenner is a genius nigga like nigga, she a she's a she a genius bro she a genius with the shit like she a good girl for that i, I would i would like her bro but um Just do what daddy say but um we were still talking about kanye and kim did you um yeah like what do you think about him moving across the street from her? Do you think that's extreme? No, I feel like you should be able to move wherever you want to move. Like at the end of the day, she got like what's what's hers is yours. Those kids are half his, just like they have hers. So and I'm pretty sure that was his house. So like he gave but either me the way, house. either way, bro. If I want to be closer to my kids, I could be closer to my kids. Like if you want to turn it into something like me being a stalker, then that's on you. But I'm just moving. I, if I if 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 he's doing it for the reason I I hope he's doing it for, I'm just doing it for my kids. For real, and I respect that. I respect that so much. I respect that way more than him being like, man, f that, because she messing with some young dude. She weird, like yada yada yada. Like, I respect that way more than that. And uh, what was I about to say? But did you see the picture of the of the house? It was a weak ass house, but. That's why I wanted to bring it up. That shit cost $4.5 million just because of where it was. And I was Bro. like, that's crazy. You know what's funny, though? The nigga's tearing down the house and building his own house there. 
He was like, I just wanted this. I just wanted the land, you know, because it's across the street from my kids. But I'm going to build my own house there. So he tore down the house that was there. You know, my sister, long. my sister was showing me houses in like Beverly Hills and Calabasas and Malibu. Bro, like the average price of those houses, and they're nice. They're okay. You know what I'm saying? Or they're, they're more than okay. They're really nice. But the average was like five million. And then like it went up to like there was one that she showed me that was like 11 million or 12 million. But the lowest one that she showed me in all of California that she was looking at. And this, these weren't even the nice parts. I think it was like 900,000. I was like, bro. And that was like a one story. That's crazy, bro. The cost of living out there is ridiculous. For real. Like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I'll, I probably would, if I ever lived in LA, it would definitely be at an apartment complex yeah. <laughs> or a condo. <laughs> Because I don't think I would want to buy a house in L.A. unless, like, I'm on my real estate tip and, like, I'm planning on just being, like, a realtor. Because eventually, like, I'm a, I'm a, the crazy thing is, like, I'm so glad, like, for y'all that's here at the beginning, like, and, like, these pods, y'all gonna, y'all gonna look back on them, like, motherfuckers look back on the old Kanye interviews, like, before he, like, really took off and be like damn this these niggas was like really ahead of their time because you feel me like the amount of industries we are about to be in is like insane like within the next five years type shit so yeah like, and then not even bro like when we're in our 30s bro like when we really get to, or like even 40s like that's when it's takeover time like like i feel like the 20s is like okay you trying to get in time it. Yeah, you yeah, you trying to get into these different little outlets, but then once you hit 40, that's takeover time. That's like you gotta own everything. You gotta take over these corporations, take over these businesses. And like that's what I'm really excited like, for. We we going for billions. Like yeah. not M's. We want B's. And shit, maybe T's, maybe trillions. Yeah, we hey, low key. Like honestly, like I'll be looking at it like just a lot of people be like, that's unrealistic. I'll be like, it's unrealistic for me to get a regular job, period. For in my eyes, it's more unrealistic for me to be the next Jeff Bezos than to be the next Wendy's worker for the next 10 years. That's facts. Real. That's facts. That's that's and if you if you don't got that type of mindset and expectations for yourself, then I don't know what to tell you, but you don't you gotta believe change it. So you gotta change it. You gotta like like I said, or like you know what, I'm gonna steal this line from Kanye. If you're a fan of us, you a fan of yourself. Period. Because that's all we're trying to do is just inspire y'all to be y'all to be the best version of y'all selves. You know, I'm not saying you got to be like us. Y'all ain't got to go skate. Y'all ain't got to listen to these pods and apply every single thing that we say. But if there's one thing that you're going to take from this is just to love yourself and set yourself to a higher standard. Like so many people are setting their own selves at low standards that it's like, it's like, how do you even expect somebody else to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? For real. And and I can tell y'all one thing. And this is just 1,000% facts. I guarantee you that if you've been listening to us and you've been taking at least a fraction of the stuff that we've been saying serious, you are probably better off than a lot of people who have not been listening to us because they don't know what's going on at all. 
you at least have some sort of idea of what's going on and what to look for in this society. And I'll guarantee you probably happier. You feel me? Like you probably are happier with yourself than the average person. You feel me? So, and this is just the beginning. Like, you feel me? Just, this is a year in. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, Amazon started in the 90s. They just hit a billion, like, 2015 or whatever. You feel me? That's, what is that, 25 years? We only a year in, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned, my brothers. For real. For, like, you know, I'm I'm almost, like, more excited for y'all. And drink y'all water, too. For real, I got to go get another water. But I'm almost more excited for y'all than I am for us. Because it's like, y'all really going to be able to see the growth, like, from a third-person perspective. Like, I'm living in it, so, like, I have to deal with, like, the struggles and doubts and, like, all the bullshit part of, like, really making it work every day. But y'all get to see, like, third-person, like, just the growth itself. And, like, I I know, like... Looking back 20 years from now, like, when we about to make our documentary, like, it's going to be like, wow, like, we really did this shit, you feel me? Like, that's like, that's like, that feeling, like, pushes me more than anything. I feel like that and, like, me just wanting to, like, put my family on, but, like, that feeling of, like, dang, like, I we really did this shit and we said we was going to do this and, like, we really did that shit. Bro, it was... You want to hear like a sad story, kind of, but it's honestly the most motivational thing I've ever said to myself. So we went. So as you know, we were in LA. I was with my mom and my sister, and after we went to dinner, this was on New Year's Eve. So the thirty first, we had went to this little like view. It was on Mahalan Drive, which is I didn't even. I honestly still don't know what Mahalan Drive is. I just heard Kanye say it in a song, but it's like this the street with all these rich houses, like, and I mean rich, like, these are rich people in LA. These aren't rich people like in Las Vegas. These are rich, like, you know, these are like actors. Like, like they rich the rich people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but we went to this view and the way the view is set up, we had a park across the street and uh, it's in GTA actually. If you play, if you ever play GTA, it's like where Franklin lives. So literally where Franklin lives, it's crazy. I was like, I recognize the area. And the and when we were going across the street, there was like a curb and then it was a fence and then it was like a hill. Like you went straight down. Can you tell I said hey? He said, hey, can you repeat that? What? You said you went straight down, like right before that. Oh nah. So the so there's like when you, so we parked across the street, the view was on the other side of the street, and then there's a curb. And then there's a fence and then it's like a hill. Like you can barely see the hill because that's how steep it is. And over in the view, it's a view of LA. Like in LA is beautiful at night. All the lights is downtown. You can see everything. So I'm walking to the to the edge, right? And I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of in my feelings already, just because you know, just because I was in my feelings already. And like as I'm getting closer to the curb, I'm probably like three quarters of the way across the street. I'm looking over the view and like, low key, if I was a crier, I would have cried. But instead I was like, you know what? I don't even want to look at this right now because I, I want to come back one day. And this is such a beautiful sight. I want to come back one day when I'm successful enough and like 
happy with where I am in life and look at this view and be like, you know what, there was a time when I came and looked at this and almost cried out of like, not necessarily disappointment, but just like almost like anxiousness, you know what I'm saying? Like just how far away, you feel me like, exactly. how out of touch you are from being that. Exactly. And I was like, and I literally had to go back to the car. I was like, I'm gonna go back in the car because I don't even want to look at this right now. But the whole reason of me saying is that it's like, one day, I'm gonna look over that, that same view and I'm gonna be like, you know what? We accomplished what we, bro, I'm sorry, it's freezing in this house. It's like 50 degrees. So I'm like shaking, but I'm like, I'm gonna come back one day and I'm gonna look at this view and be like, we made it. Like we actually made it to where we thought, where we knew we were gonna end up this whole time. And I just can't wait for that day, bro. Like yeah. I'm living for that day. Literally. Honestly, like that, like that feeling is like it's it's what keeps me like so motivated because it's like, you know, like it's one thing to believe it, but like to actually come see it come into fruition is like gonna be a whole nother thing. Like I'll probably cry. Like I am crying. I'm gonna cry. Bro. Hell yeah. Like what? I hope I I better cry, bro. Because I if I'm that numb. That means I did something wrong. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those like rich people that ain't got no feeling. You know what I'm saying? I still want to be like the same person, but I'm sorry, y'all. It's freezing. But yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I feel like, can you hear like the shakiness in my voice? Nah. Okay. But yeah, like, like you said, we, I'm living for that moment right now. Like, and I just like, like, even when we begin to see the steps, like when we begin to start making money off YouTube, when we begin to start making real money off the pod, like when we are able to finally, like, I ain't going to say drop out, but drop out. <laughs> uh, and like move into our own place or whatever. And like really be like, yo, we're like YouTube. Like that's what we do is YouTube. We make YouTube videos. We do the podcast. We, make music like to see those steps like once like we we're at like the grind time right now like we have yeah. very this year. whole year this whole year is grind time like whole i woke morning. up this morning i was like i you know actually i uh woke up this morning at like seven and i was you know i was working on that video i actually texted you and that video was like i'm so happy i woke up at seven because i tried to get all my videos out at 12 by 12 p.m so if I would have woke up at, cause I had my alarm set for like 11. So if I would have woke up at 11, I probably wouldn't have got the video out, but I woke up at seven. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to go back to sleep. Cause I only slept for like six hours or like five, like five hours. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just try to go back to sleep. But then I was like, nah, what I'm going to do is I'm, uh, uh, I'm gonna try to upload this video. Ended up figuring the video out. Then I try to go back to sleep. And then I was like, I had this idea for a video and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just get up. I might as well just get up and just pimp out these videos. And I ended up doing like seven videos today. And, you know, I still got to edit it and stuff. But I ended up doing seven videos. So, like, it's that time. It's that time. That's, that's how I feel. I, like, it's crazy you said that. I literally woke up at 7 a.m. too. It was like 7 this time, though. Yeah. And, like, at first I was going to go back to sleep. I was on my phone for a little bit. But then I was like, yo, like. 
there's no reason I shouldn't be working right now. Exactly. So I just started bro. editing. Like, exactly. what is like? And at first, I was like, all right, I can like edit a little bit and then get this out the way or whatever. And I was like, why? I might as well just finish the video. Like, why not finish the video? And like, whenever I got bored of editing, I just dropped to the floor, did some push-ups, and then got right back to the editing. Cause I was yeah. like, the, like we are so far. Like, we it's I I can only speak for myself, of course, but like, I'm at the point where like, bro, like, if it's not about this, I really don't want to hear it. Like, Thanks. I'm not trying to waste no time. Like, when I say like we like my face like facing up, this is grind time. This next year and a half, like. And y'all really going to see, like, the hard work pay off, like, right. for real. Like, because I'm putting my all into this right now. Like, I've I've never been, like, a real computer tech-savvy person. <laughs> I don't like being on my computer. Like, I'm forcing myself every day to, like, spend hours on this computer, either learning about the YouTube algorithm, either editing videos. If I'm not editing, like, I remember... Like, and this is the when I knew, like, it was really about to take off. I had, like, one week where I, I had edited a bunch of videos. And um, I remember I scheduled them for, like, the next two weeks, right? And I was like, finally, I, I can chill. I don't need to, like, be doing stuff. I can just chill and let these videos come out. And, like, two, three videos came out. And I was like, wasn't filming, wasn't, and I was like, damn, like, what am I doing? Like, I just felt like I was doing nothing. And like, ever since that week, like I've been on go with videos the entire time. Like there's never a moment where I don't have a video to edit. Right now I, I have this vlog that I need to edit, which I'm, I'm pretty much done with it. I just got to film an intro for it. And, um, fucking, uh, then after that, I have a, freestyle video i need to edit for the reaction channel and then i have other reactions i need to do and then like i'm filming more so it's like the work like we're constantly working we're constantly like and like this year like we come in full fledged like my my hope and my plan for us this year is like every single day we have something mdh related coming out for y'all like my plan is to drop and I, you, you can tell us your plan too, but me personally, my plan is I want to drop two reactions every week. Uh, one Kepper, the podcast and uh, a vlog. So like that's six things every week. And then you're going to be on the other days on the other channel. So it's like, we got content coming out literally continuously for y'all. So like, that's why like, I honestly, like I have, um, and I made this goal sheet, like, before we even hit 200 subs of, like, just our progression. Right now, we, we're actually ahead of schedule, like, hella right now. But, hey, like, like, in my mind, I have it that we can, like, really start making serious money off this sometime next year. But the way that we're going to be grinding, I honestly believe by the end of, end of this year, like, our entire lives are going to be like, it's going to be like night and day. Like, honestly, think I think honestly by the summer, we could we could really be making money off of three channels. By, well, by just today, um, 
I've been looking at the reaction channel, bro, ever since yeah. uh, we started the pod. We started today on the reaction channel with 25 subs or 24 or something. We yeah. now have 43, so we almost doubled that. Yeah, yeah, and that and honestly, like, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. Like the video that I put out, that that BTS one, that was like low key a BS video. Like that was not very good work at all. These next ones that are coming up, bro. I'm gonna just say, make sure y'all tune in because y'all don't want to miss none of these reactions, bro. None of them. They're all fire. Period. So make sure y'all go check that out. Because if y'all didn't know, we have a reaction channel and we have a podcast channel and our main channel, of course. But I'm sure you guys know about that. For me, but, and like our our podcast, our reaction channel, like just that quick, it got more subs than our pod channel already. But our pod channel, that's almost at 40. I feel I like feel once that's crazy all- too. Like the reaction channel, I understand. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? That's quick hitter. But the pod channel, like I'm so happy. I'm well, I'm so excited to see the growth with that because that's really us. Like, I mean, it's always us being us, but it's really us like really doing what we want to do and like help people out because not everybody wants like helping people out isn't entertaining, period. So the fact that, you know, we can get viewers on a podcast channel, bro, is like, that's so tight because it's like people are actually interested in learning and people are actually interested in hearing what we got to say, not just the entertainment factor. So, like, I'm I'm so excited to see, like, these three channels just grow, like, these next couple months, like. Bro, 2023 is going to be a, 2023 is going to be a game changer, bro. Bro, honestly, like, this year, like, this is the grind year. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. like, we grinding, bro. By the time, I'm going to say by the time um, the summer of 2023 comes, because, Look, I had to set a reminder for myself. It reminds me every day at noon. That's what I'll show you the reminder. Every day at noon. Tight. Yeah. Don't give up. Trust the process. And I set a reminder for myself. Um, the day I set this reminder, I set a reminder for myself. I said, um, type in this at 448 subs with less than 20 vids on your views after editing it for two days. It was that, that, uh, the MDH news, like mm-hmm. parody one I'll be doing. Which is fire, bro. Make sure y'all check that out. Yeah, bro. And I was just, I cause I was like kind of down. Cause I was like, damn, like I really spent two whole days like editing this. And like, I thought it was the best work I've done yet. And like that shit just flopped so badly. And, like, I was, like, kind of down about it. I was even asking this nigga, Dre, I was like, do you think I'm a trash-ass YouTuber or whatever? But I was like, so I'm typing this at 448 subs with less than 20 views on the vid after spending two days editing it. And I put dot, 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 look around now and see how much you've grown and the success you gained. So I got that reminder to remind me on the 1st of June in 2023. And all I'm going to say is, like, Bro, I'm going to take a video and I'm going to be like. Bro, hopefully you don't lose your phone, man. Because you do be losing your phone. (laughs) That's facts. Hey, I'll send a reminder, though. I'll send it. Because I don't. Nah, I ain't even going to say I don't lose my phone. But knock on wood. I I did this. I did it for New Year's, too. I was like, New Year's 2021 going into 2022. I was literally laying in my bed watching YouTube. 
And I was like, I'm I'm literally just taking a pick to see where I'll be on New Year's next year. Oh, okay. So That's like hard. you can see like the growth just from then, because it's like, you know, this year I was in my mom's house in her extra bedroom, fucking watching broke as fuck, like <laughs> just like down bad as fuck. And I wanna see like next year's like damn like whether I whether I got my own place now or a car or whatever, it's gonna be drastically different, and I'm just so excited for that. But um, yeah, man. So I hope, please stay tuned, y'all. Or even even if y'all tune out for a little bit, y'all probably gonna be bad. I ain't gonna lie, cause we we gonna have our 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 freaking uh, what's it called? Our foot on their necks for. And in, in these next two, two, three years, like, like I said, this year, and I'm gonna say next year, these next two years for real are like grind time, especially this year. Next year, it's like we're gonna be in the scene a little bit, trying to make more room for ourselves. But 2020, the end of 2023, all of 2024 and 2020, like y'all gonna really see us taking over these platforms like on full takeover mode because like full takeover mode. i look at the people who's on top right now and nothing against them because they're obviously all very talented but like i look at them i'm like if i was like and they like i'll be going 30 times hard <laughs> bro the only person not the only person but one of the people i really respect is joe rogan bro because he is like he's at the top like, there's no podcast that can compete with him at all. At and all. he is still pushing out videos every day, bro. Like, and his podcasts are long, bro. They're like three hours, two hours. And you know what I'm saying? That's just the work ethic that I feel like I I need to have. Even, like, even when we do get to the top, it's like you can't stop. And that's why you see him. That's why even, like, a lot of the other podcasters, they'll be like, Joe Rogan has this game on lock. Because they see the work, bro. They're like, God, he's he's he, bro. He's amazing, bro. Shout That's out to why Joe. I'm like, in these next couple years, we gonna literally have our because we not we got our main channel, we got our reaction channel, and our pop. Like when I say we trying to put out content every day of the week for y'all for the entire year, like then we not missing a day where you not seeing some sort of MDH content. Yeah. Nigga, at, like we gonna have our foot on their necks, like for real, like, bro, just like, like, like you said, like, it's almost like I don't really, damn near, don't even want to talk about it right now. I just want to like be there already. Dude, so I just want to, yeah, grind. yeah, yeah. God, I want to be there so bad, and that's, I mean, that's what I be having to remind myself, like, yeah, you want to be there so bad, so you can't be lazy right now, because at the end of the day, like, and I've seen with myself how laziness can affect you so much in the future and it'd be like it'd be the smallest thing like even with school assignments bro like bro i remember i took a girl <laughs> i took an assignment that didn't have a name on it <laughs> out of the basket mind you i already had pictures of it because if y'all didn't know in high school, the only way you pass, you just sent pictures around of the work. That's the not home. true, bro. That's not true. You can it's also do the work. It's largely true. Most you gotta be good. In, passing, you gotta, 
We got to be good influences, bro. In bro, high yeah, not, that's not the only way. But I'm saying, like, majority of the time, like, niggas was just copying the other niggas' work. Let's just be honest, right? And even oh. if you did the work, you were still asking for other pictures of the, of for, <laughs> yeah. for another class. You feel just me? To, so it's like, or just to correct it, just to make sure it was right. Yeah, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had the pictures and everything. I was so lazy. I just didn't want to copy the the pictures I dad had on another sheet of paper. So I took that, and you know it's very stupid. Um, I put my name on some work that wasn't mine, and like I almost got kicked out of my program. But I've I've realized now that since I'm not an athlete, how much special treatment I got being an athlete, especially like the caliber athlete I was at the time because like people let me get away with way too much stuff in high school that I shouldn't have gotten away with like <laughs> oh god <laughs> like too much because I remember Miss Genova she was like the head of the um NYP department bro, at that time don't she, say her name bro oh, what my bad you mean Miss Patterson bro not Ms. yeah yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah, Miss Genova yeah. anyway Patterson. Ms. Genova was just the English teacher yeah, facts. But um, I remember, uh, no, nah, this is that not even this is that um Mojave. But yeah, um, <laughs> I remember she um, I mean he, the head he, not to say women can't do it, but you know, <laughs> no, nah, but for real, I remember um they they them they took yeah. me out of class <laughs> and and like. The first thing they asked, because I was always late the first period, and that was their class. She was like, yo, why are you always late? Like, she didn't even ask, like, about me plagiarizing. She really didn't care about that. She was like, oh, yeah, just don't do it again. Whatever. Why are you always late to class, though? And then, like, that was it of me getting in trouble for that. <laughs> Bro, yeah, like, you know, I, I realized, like, when you do have those passes and or you do like get by, by doing the bare minimum, which we, which I, I feel like we, we could both say we did in high school, but definitely I did. It's like, you almost become like used to doing the bare minimum. And then you get into the real world and you're like, nah, like you actually have, there is no cheating in the world. There's no, let, send me a picture of this. So you get, give me that, or so I can write this down. So if I could give myself any advice to my high school self, besides quit basketball earlier, it would be to form a work ethic, young. So when you get older, it doesn't like, you don't have to really like re-hardwire your whole brain into thinking, I mean, to, into working hard. Because like I said, before, before I got to college, like everything was easy in school. I mean, college is still pretty easy, but there's just, it's, and I'm it's, still it's, waiting on that wake up call because well, it's not that the work is hard, it's just like you actually have to like you gotta show up to class, you gotta do your work, or else like because there is no late assignments. Like you you can't turn it well for my classes. If it's late, bro, it's late. You ain't getting no late credit. So I feel like, yeah, if you if you're in high school and you're listening or college, or even if you just at your job listening to this just try to form that work ethic and i'm still trying to form it like i'm not perfect i'm still i'm still pretty lazy i'm not gonna lie but right. i'm you know i'm building my way up there and i'm cognitive 
I mean, I'm aware of the fact that I can be lazy sometimes. And as long as I, as long as I can change that each time I feel lazy, then, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the right path to, to, to working it out. For real, for real. Like for me, for example, like I'm still like lazy and like, I, I realized I'm going to just have to like bite the bullet and like change my work ethic myself because <laughs> Like ever since I came to college, I was like, I'm I'm just sitting around and I'm hoping and wishing and waiting for the day I get that wake up call of like you can't keep acting like this. And I'm not gonna lie, like like my my work ethics gotten better because of YouTube and the podcast. But as far as school, like I still turn my shit in late. I still do not read the assignments. I still don't go to class. And like I said last pod, I have a three point eight. So like I haven't gotten that wake up call with school, but I definitely did get it with the, this YouTube shit. So that's why, like, it's almost like if if you're like exceptionally good at something, like to the point where you're way better at than it at other people, and you don't really have to try at it, that doesn't mean you shouldn't still put one hundred percent effort in because. You'll never under you'll never know your true potential. You feel me? Like yeah. it's almost sorry. That's what I'll be like. But just real yeah. quick, like that that's what I'll be like doing to myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm able to do all this shit. And it's like cool. But like, what could I truly like how great could I truly be if I just put the time in and, and the actual effort to be as great as I could? Yeah. Like Honestly, being good at being naturally good at something is almost like a disservice, to be honest. Like, yeah, and I noticed this a lot with basketball. Like, you have a lot oh, of guys God. who you, you have a lot of guys who like in middle school or high school who are just freakishly athletic. And you know, they may even be like six, 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 three, six, five, but they never learn how to shoot because they can dunk on everybody the whole time or do crazy labs, get to the basket whenever they want. And then once they start getting people that actually know how to play the game, they're, they're nothing because everybody's athletic once you get to a certain point. So if you are good at something, it doesn't have to be a disservice, even though, like I said, it can be, it definitely can be like a lot of people are talented and that's their, that's their downfall. So if you are talented at something, you already got to up, you already got to step ahead you might as well just take it all the way and just put in the full effort because it's it like it's easier for you to get there. So why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not learn how to shoot a jump shot if you already know how to dunk? If you if you know you could like, and this is why a lot of people are like, why would you even work on your strengths? What's the point of working on your strengths? Like if you know you can dunk, why would you go in there and dunk every time you get a chance? Like right. every time you scrimmage, you're gonna go in there and dunk on somebody. Ah, oh, we get it, it's exciting. But what really makes you better and what really takes you to the next level is, okay, shoot the ball then. Even though, even though everybody on the team is six, six feet tall and you're six foot five, go ahead and shoot a three-pointer over all of them and really show that you are an all-around great basketball player. And in life, you may be good at writing. You may be good at whatever. But if you really want to take it to the next level, you got to be well-versed in many areas like you can be a great writer, but if you're not a great networker, you'll never get the chance to write for nobody. If you're a great thinker, but you're not a great communicator, you'll never be able to get your thoughts out to anybody. So 
it's like it's very important to be well-rounded and it's very important to work on your weaknesses and work on the stuff that you're not naturally good at. For real, for real. I, I couldn't have said it better. And since I know. No, I'm all right. And since we um <laughs> on this topic of disservices, I think this is a good way to uh segue to talk about this one article I seen the other day. And it was about this chimp, this chimpanzee that was beaten to death by the first apes it ever met. And this chimpanzee was raised by a human. So it was raised outside of its environment. And as soon as it went back into its environment and was engaged with its own species, it was literally cast out by its species and beaten to death. And I really bring this up to maybe have a larger conversation about this whole nurture versus nature um, conversation. Because the more I, the more and more like I learn and think, I kind of think like, I still to this day don't know which has a bigger effect on you. But just seeing that these, these chimps beat this, this um ape beat this chimp to death and it was like the first chimp she ever met. It just goes to show that, like, I don't know, like, what do you think nurture is more powerful than nature? Because I'm just thinking about, like, I think of, like, Black people, for instance. We literally not on our land. Well, technically, all of this shit is our land. But if you just think about the mother, like, we're this Black people in America, for, for me to be specific. We're not, um, we're living by a different philosophy that we've lived by from since the beginning of time. We're not in our motherland. So the frequency and energy is just off. And if you talk to Africans, a lot of them hate African-Americans, like really don't like them at all. Like I know a lot of, um, a lot of people say like when um, African-Americans, try to move to Africa, like they kind of get cast out by the Africans that already live there. So what do you think like this says about the whole nature versus nurture debate of this chimp getting beat to death by the first chimp she ever met in her life? Like it makes me think about dogs. Like they spend their whole lives yeah. with the species. They're not even like, a, like that's crazy. Like you put a German Shepherd or a Husky around a wolf, they'll get tore up. But as far as like the nurture versus nature thing, personally, you know, I think it really depends on the person. But if I had to choose one that fit like the whole human, whatever, I think it would be nurture is like the bigger one because, you know, you're, you're brought up in certain environments and that obviously plays a role on, on the person you are, but it's like when you're taught certain things at home and you're, you know, you're taught certain values, like everybody to a certain extent has, has values and morals. Like even people who grow up in like bad communities, like we'll just say like they grew up in a bad neighborhood where, where they gangbang, like even though their nature, yes, it is, or like this, the environment around them is toxic and is dangerous. There's still a part of, there's still, it's still taught to them that this is your neighborhood. This is your, like, 
this is where you're supposed to protect or whatever. So, but, it, but at the same time, if you were to tell somebody, I feel like if a parent were to tell somebody like, you ain't got to take care of this neighborhood, you just grow up here. You, all you got to do is go to school and get up out of here. Then I feel like that could help. So I think it's really just like, I think it really depends more mostly and not by a lot. If it was like a percentage, I would say like 60, now I'd say like 60, no, I'd say 65% to 35%, well, damn, what is that? 45%, 35%? Yeah, 35%, 65 to 35% ratio. And because I feel like it's, it's mostly about your morals and your values. And so a lot of times, maybe even your environment, like the people in your environment teach you that, not even your parents. You know, maybe the dude down the street is telling you, you got to do this and do that. So I think it's really just what you're taught. And uh, from that, your environment can affect you. It, it can vary how much it affects you. That's fact. That's, that's very insightful right there. Um, you know, I, I know we got to wrap this up soon. So did you hear about that dinosaur egg that was found? Or like, yeah, um, it's not like a live dinosaur egg, y'all. It's like a fossilized. Preserved. Um, yeah, preser it was like, since it was in the egg, when like, I guess all the shit went down or whatever. <laughs> but it was like perfectly preserved um, in the egg. And it's like not, and when we say perfectly, like for a fossil, it's perfectly preserved, like. If you just a regular nigga looking at it, you still just gonna think it's a rock, probably. But um, yeah, uh, a lot of people they're like, I mean, of course, the scientific community thinks it's like super cool, but me personally, it kind of gives me Jurassic Park vibes. Like, are these niggas gonna be like, yeah, That's what I was thinking we too. got this fucking perfect dinosaur egg, let's make dinosaurs. That's what I was thinking too. But I think even if they do make dinosaurs, like that'd be kind of tight. Because okay, I don't think bro. I don't think dinosaurs would take over the world, bro. Actually, I don't know, bro. Because a T Rex, have you ever seen like a T Rex compared to an elephant, bro? An elephant is like its leg, and that's it. Like T Rexes are huge, so I I don't. And then though they're not they're not even the biggest. Those ones with the long necks, bro. Like a mammoth. The ones with the long necks, they herbivores though. Still, know. bro, I, I don't even know what I would do walking neck. Like, if I seen that, bro, I would probably faint. That's like, that's probably like the size of the biggest buildings out here in Vegas. So, I don't, I mean, <laughs> that'd be tight, I guess. But I just don't know if we'd be able to take them down if they really, like, got, like, can you domesticate a T-Rex? Probably not. Hell no. Nah. Because you can't even domesticate it. You. you can't even domesticate a chicken. And a chicken is, like, their closest relative that's still on the planet. So, that's facts. Bro, that'd be so scary, bro. If there was an animal like a T-Rex with the mind of a chicken, we'd all be dead, bro. I mean, it's like it, oh it's my bulletproof. <laughs> you think it would be though? Like, I mean, they're they're reptiles, so it could probably take they, a few. If if you would definitely need a 50 caliber weapon to do any damage to it. <laughs> and I don't even I think even then, like. Like it would take, yeah, it would take you like you would have to shoot it multiple times, probably in vital areas. Probably hundreds of times. I don't think like our bullets would really be doing shit to it, to be honest. Bro, and they're so big too. Like, like. I think we would have to like throw 
And the thing is, like, even with bombs, they really want to do shit to him because if you let's say you threw a grenade in his mouth, it's a cold blooded animal. It's just going to absorb the, the, the heat. Is that true? That's yeah. what happens. I mean, now, if it was a snake, that's different because it's just going to blow the shit up but as big as these dinosaurs are oh yeah they're like buildings bro I, i'm gonna be forgetting yeah so like if you throw a gr- let's say you put 10 grenades down his mouth uh fucking you put 10 grenades down his mouth right it's gonna absorb all of that heat and probably get more energy from it bro what they just like <laughs> so, bro and you can't even like snipe it because it's so high in the air like so if you were trying to hit it with like a, a headshot to the brain, like you would be aiming up at like the twin towers down there, and you would have to be that accurate. Well, maybe not the twin towers, but you would have to be aiming up at like the MGM and be able to hit somebody on the top floor with a sniper from the ground, which is just not. And the sniper knock really like you. You gonna have to have like a different because you gotta think about it. The bullets we have right now can barely take down bears. Well, a bear is like thirteen feet at most. If at you most. snipe a, if you snipe a bear, he'll he'll die. Yeah, but you gotta have so a much moving provision. bear is hard to <laughs> snipe. And <laughs> oh god, bro, that's and I wonder if they're like, if you got like a regular like handgun, it's gonna take oh, yeah. some bullets <laughs> to get that bear down. Bro, if you shoot a T Rex with some ran- with like a random gun, it probably won't even feel that shit. <laughs> It's probably just gonna bro, keep on walking, bro. That'd be terrible. He would just like a T Rex could destroy the strip in a second. So I think they should be careful with that, or just keep it over. Where is it found in China, right? They could they could build a Jurassic Park over there, bro. But we we ain't got it over here. Good thing we don't. You know if, you, what if they start? It, I mean, I think America is like if anybody's gonna do it, they gonna no, nah, we doing it. I think Russia should do it. I feel like Russia has like the toughest people, but what if people started using them for war? I feel like that that'd be that'd be like the the idea, bro. For real, like a T. I don't think they would them? like be able to have it like controlled enough to use it for. Well, maybe not even the maybe not even a T. Rex, but like even the the big ones with the long necks, like they would stomp on cities like easily, stomp on people easily. That'd be so scary, bro. And then you just got to do it at the top. Just They're probably like, yeah, that would suck. They could probably eat a helicopter. Or not eat it, but like swing its neck and knock down a helicopter. Not even, just like, it's tail. You got to think about oh, it. Yeah. tail just does whatever. So like, <laughs> and it got hella spite, bro. Bro, imagine getting slapped by a dinosaur tail and that's the way you die, bro. I'm so mad. <laughs> On me, because you're going to be fucking dead. <laughs> bro, oh. And when, it's not even like the tail part. It's just like like the base of, like, you feel me? Like, because the tail is hella long. So it's yeah. like, you, <laughs> you get slapped by a dinosaur tail like <laughs> two miles away. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Or not even, like- or just slap your house. Oh, yeah, you think you safe. You see him go, you like, oh, thank God. And you just get smacked by a tail, bro. Like, I'll be like, I'd rather get stepped on. Nah, I'd rather get smacked by a tail because I feel like that'd be funny. <laughs> I feel like somebody would look at that and laugh. At least I made their day. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> 
Hey, speaking of hey, speaking of making people day, bro, I do have a deep and heavy message for all the fans. We lost. We lost one. Wait, go ahead. I, I kind of want to hear it now. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to kill the mood, but we lost. We lost a friend. You know, what I'm saying he died. You know, they they just buried him. Ooh, I ain't even gonna say, bro. No, I'm just playing. My hamster, bro. Oh. Think it's gonna last. <laughs> no, but for real, my hamster died, bro. OVT is dead, so RP to him. Yeah, bro. They they buried him in a real cemetery. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of creepy because yeah, I don't think you can just dig like in a cemetery. That's like disrespectful, but yeah, he's dead though. Um, so send your guys' condolences. You guys can send donations to MDH. I mean, modern day hippies, or actually, Venmo will be in the link in the description. Y'all can send it to that, yeah. just for the uh, the heartache. Cause. <laughs> no, they already buried him, so it's just for the heartache. You know what I'm saying? We need pasta. Yeah. R. P. O. B. Time. Yeah. Um. All right, all right. Since we talking about death, uh. <laughs> A weird segue. Uh <laughs> this is like the last thing we probably gonna talk about for this pop. But um recently some fucking historians they they took it upon themselves to dig up one of the pharaohs at um Amen Hotep and they they went in they like you know how the pharaohs they had like those shits like the they mummified them right, so they opened it up and was examining his body. That's disgusting. And and these niggas, this is what the headline says: "Death of Egyptian Pharaoh um, Amenhotep is still a ma- mystery after unwrapping." So basically, they just they just. This nigga wasn't even allowed to rest peacefully after being buried with gold under temple, a temple probably. These niggas went to his gravesite, dug this nigga up to learn about him. That's disgusting. I just, I just, I just don't think I could do something like that. After like, 300, 3,500 years. That's just like, that's sick, bro. But, I don't know, but that's that's sick, bro. But honestly, though, because you know, I was watching, like I said, I was watching the Leonardo da Vinci documentary, and they said he used to go to the grave and dig up bodies and uh, like analyze them. So I was like, you kind of got to think of that utilitarianism idea. Is like you got to weigh the option. Like, yeah, you know, you doing does does do 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 the means justify the end goal or whatever it is. Bro, I hope they get haunted by that nigga. Like that shit makes me like so mad, bro. Because like I'm reading this article and it's like, um, they use like CT scanners, but they also still, like, literally unwrap this nigga's fucking. That's crazy. It's like I think people forget that like that was actually a human. Like, let you dig up a person right now, bro. That would be... That's easy. what I'm saying. You'd get thrown under the jail. 
Exactly. But, you know, in the name of science, it's necessary. Yeah. So they say. But, yeah, um, we hope y'all enjoyed that one, man. You know, a little, little quick hitter pop for y'all. Well, I guess it wasn't a quick hitter. It was like an hour and a half. But, <laughs> you know, um, we 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 coming full-fledged, you know, this mm-hmm. year. That period, nigga. So, you know, like, thank y'all for all the support. Like, for real, if y'all listen to these, like, for real, like, we started with the pod, so, like, you already know it's, like, another deeper connection with the pods. But for y'all who have been fucking with the pods since the beginning, like, thank you, bro. Like, for real, last thank you. Because if it wasn't for y'all, we probably wouldn't have started the YouTube we might be the same niggas that you feel me we were back in vegas now i'm not gonna say for sure but we may we maybe i don't think we would have had the same motivation or like you know want to venture out and like actually change the world because you know this honestly like this was the first thing it obviously was the first thing we did so it was the first thing why i've seen i've seen people like send feedback and be like bro like y'all are actually motivating me and actually like I really enjoy your podcast and like it's people you know I, I was just I remember I went on a Instagram one day and I seen somebody had mentioned us in a story and they were listening to the pod and I was like and I didn't talk to this person in years and it was like but that's that's the most that's the greatest feeling honestly like to to understand to know that you can actually get to people and people are actually listening to what you have to say like for as some, for someone like me and I'm sure Tommy too, where we're actually trying to give out a positive message, that's like you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? Like at all. So thank you guys. Arigato gozaimasu. Facts. And I guess like I said, stay tuned. We about to have a lot more guests on, a lot more just amazing stuff happening. So MDH is about to be known worldwide. You feel me? We already know worldwide because there's a lot of niggas in Korea hating yeah. on us right now. So, no, but there are not, but at the same there's time, there's a lot showing a lot of love too. Yeah, a lot of love, bro. So, thanks for the thanks for the Korean pop culture, whatever they are out there. I appreciate you guys, honestly, because y'all helped our channel grow tremendously. But even more than that, y'all exposed us to a culture that, like, we I, I had totally different you know prejudice thoughts on like so i appreciate that bro and we keeping it racist all 2022 so make sure y'all yeah, t- if y'all yeah if y'all want to you know see some homophobia transphobia racism you know what i'm saying so i hate true. black people i hate white people make sure y'all keep tuning in we appreciate y'all for real all right deuces <laughs>